Happy New Year. It is 2020 and we are back with Super Soul Sit Down. Now, if you're waiting for your feelings to line up with your decisions, your life will always be on hold. So get ready to transform your life now. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. happy to see you. Me too. I haven't seen you in forever. It's been way too long. Yeah. We're we just as connected texting all the time. Yes. We're like, gotta send you this podcast. Gotta send you this Oprah link. Yeah. now we're back. So good. And now we're back and you guys are here with us. I hope you're having a seat. You got your tea. You got your wine. Whatever it's going to be. Because it is time to transform your life. I know... Oh. <laughs> Okay, we'd like that. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in to our first episode of the year 2020. This is Super Soul Sit Down, the after show for Oprah's podcast, Super Soul Conversations, where Oprah is talking to all these icons, whether it be under her beautiful tree in front of the garden in Maui or on one of her old talk shows. We are learning and we are transforming our life. So before we jump into today's episode, I am your host, ever excited to be here, Jamie Alexander. Hey. And to my left, I have the very articulate, beautiful spirited Haley J. Hi, guys. <laughs> so y'all, I'm going to try not to get too excited because I know that could be so annoying. Do not hold back. Oh my Let God. it out. I am <laughs> such a huge fan of TDJ. There she is. <laughs> and when I so, said I'd never heard of him, she's like. I was like, my jaw was on the floor <laughs> for like 45 minutes. T.D. Jakes, not only is he the creator of the Potter's House, which is a mega church um, in Dallas, he is a successful author, producer and filmmaker, an amazing father and husband. I admire, we got the same birthday, June 9th. What up, Jim? Um, So I'm just so beyond inspired by who T.D. Jakes is. How, first of all, I was raised in the church. So I love how Oprah had her little church moments. And you come on, amen. The audience, I was like, Lord, it's in the building. Rarely do you notice the audience so much with the podcast, but I did notice where they were so interactive, so (laughs) excited. And even he's like, this is my corner right here. Yes. And he was like, all right, if you're going to sit down, I'm going to stand up. So he wrote this book book instinct and what i love about td jakes is he has the power to speak extemporaneously and that is actually a word i use oh i learned good word girl from td jakes but the fact that he is a pastor and a preacher and all these things it's not like he preached us to death with the podcast right. with Wait, Oprah. so what does extemporaneously so ex- extemporaneously yes what so does that it's mean? the ability to deliver any message but depending on what your audience is, it will be seamless depending on the audience. So if he was in church, he could have got that message across using Jesus, um, somebody in the Bible, you know, an analogy like that. Being on Oprah's podcast, he was able to use truth and speak to the ladies in the audience and things like that. So that's interesting. You said that I actually, when I listened to this, I sent it to multiple people. I sent it to a friend and she's not particularly religious. And she said, I don't want to listen because, you know, Bishop, that's not my thing. And I was like, you know, do what you want. I'm not going to force you to listen. But at the end of the day, I didn't feel that from him. I didn't feel like I was forced. So very, that makes a lot of sense. And that's being able to speak extemporaneously. Which is a huge talent to reach multiple people that may have different mindsets. Yeah. AKA everyone in the world, basically. Tailoring the word to depending on the audience you're speaking to. So he's brilliant. He wrote a book called Instinct, um, The Power to Release Your Inborn Drive. Look at T.D. Jakes up there. <laughs> oh, I just love him. I just like get my life pretty much every morning by listening to one of his sermons. Yeah, well, probably about at least five times a week. You record this and play it in the morning, which yeah. makes a lot of sense. You want to start your day with positive re 
you know, enforcement in your life. Heck yeah. And I know, like, we have so much to unpack in here, but tell me what was, what stood out the most to you about this podcast? I know I say this all the time where it's like everything was so (laughs) good. But I, first of all, I couldn't think of a better first episode to come into 2020. We have the mindset where we're just ready to go. We're excited. We have a lot of goals and things that we are going to achieve. It's not even a what if. We know we're going to achieve them. So having this energy behind us, I could not think of a better episode to start with. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those episodes where every line he said, I was like, Damn, every line, every so line, good. Where I'm just like, I really connect with podcasts that make you think, that make you ask the questions, and really test how powerful communication is. Because yeah. you see these broken people standing up and sharing their brokenness with everyone else, and all he has to do is spend two minutes per person, and it's just the way he puts his words together that truly connects with people, and yep. that is. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline such a gift and it's it just bigger picture it's just like if more people knew how to communicate how many problems would we solve it's so funny by you communication s- it's funny that you said communication because it just literally it just popped in my head how i was listening to something else that td jake said and he he knows his purpose he says he's a communicator he's either communicating through a book communicating through a movie communicating through a service but that's like who he is. And he sees people. Yeah. And I believe so much of the people that are struggling, which I believe we all struggle at some Absolutely. points, is because we just want to be seen. We want to feel understood. And coming from someone of his caliber, I think if he shows people, hey, I see you, you're not alone, that means so much to someone struggling. Yeah. Language and tools. That's generally the majority of what we need in order to move forward out of our stuck places. And I like the way Oprah started this podcast. Um, making it all about transformational thinking. I'm obsessed with the word and the idea. And so if you're at a crossroad or feeling disappointed, like you said, this is perfect for the new year, then some of these ideas were perfect. So I started with saying, if you're waiting for your feelings to line up with your decisions, your life will always be on hold. That one hit me because there's a lot of times where we don't feel like doing this or we think, oh, I don't want to do this because last time I did it, this or that. There's a lot of things that our, our emotions kind of keep us from doing And it's true, we'll never feel 100% A-OK and ready to go on everything. Do you agree or what? how did that hit you? Absolutely. Me being such a planner in life and wanting things to be a certain way, one of the biggest lessons I've had of 2019 was that you need to just jump into things sometimes. Mm. And yes, there's a balance of you want to prepare to be successful, but there is this not knowing of life that makes things exciting and puts yourself to the test. How am I going to react when I don't have everything planned out and knowing what to expect that's honestly not any fun and um just the idea this is from another podcast but it ties in which is the idea of if you're trying to be perfect in a sense it's Mm. a cop-out because we know in the back of our minds we can't ever reach that level so it's kind of an excuse to never actually do it oh and i never thought about it that way but i'm like you're right if we're saying oh it's not ready yet it's not ready yet will it ever be ready or do we need to just dive in and just live life, just yeah. see what happens sometimes. So I could not resonate with that more. 
Yeah, no, I love it. And this was so powerful, too, because they spoke in the beginning about, I think about this when I think about my existence, when I think about if I have kids or my relationships with my friends, that the greatest thing we can give and share is how we think. And that is, that sentence alone is a game changer because sure, we can um, go to work every day and model for our children how to be hard workers, or we can do things in action. But the way we think is so powerful, because just like we saw T.D. Jakes do, there was a, um, he was able to relate to these women who thought they were too old or had too many problems or had these stories. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like being able to relate and then dive into that thought process and undo the knots in people's minds is probably, I feel like, the one of the most powerful things that we could do for each other. Life and just the fact of the whole idea of surrounding yourself with people you want to be surrounded by. I think environment is so huge and. What really dawned on me was him saying that if you throw this pity party and you're saying, oh, I'm not good enough, that's what everyone else is seeing too. And he's saying we're attracted to people that are confident with themselves. And I was thinking about my circle of friends and the people that I look up to and all of those people seem to, and I'm sure everyone has their struggles, but they do seem to be very confident people. And I find myself, it makes sense. I'm drawn to those people that, and it's not a cocky or like I'm too good way, but it's just, I know who I am. I know my worth and I'm going to walk in that direction of confidence and I want to be like that too so I completely understand what's like yeah you show people what to see basically it's up to you of how you want to present yourself to the world yeah no I'd have to agree a million percent and you know this podcast was perfect for the top of the year because it's definitely something that I want to get into I feel like for the most part I feel confident about things but you know stuff happens in life that alters your perspective and it is about you know, being transformed by the renewal of your mind, which is a verse in the Bible and being able to move forward, knowing that, knowing what you know, having gone through everything you did, just like the woman who expressed that she'd been on drugs for 20 years, she'd been clean for nine months. She struggled in believing that her um, fiance was in love with her and all these things. If she can move past those stories, I believe there's like so much more life on the other side without dwelling on them backwards. Well, so. him just saying that you'll never see your destiny if you were living in your history, Can't. which sounds like, duh, like if I'm listening to the past, not going to move forward. But how many of us hold on, we hold on. to our history we hold and on we're tight. literally sabotaging ourselves? Like, what are we yeah. doing? And I loved what he said about instead of in the situation of the woman who could not accept the love from her partner saying that he's given me no reason not to trust him. He's been right. there every step of the way. And when he told her, instead of fighting him, fight the resistance, fight, fight that discomfort. Can we, ooh. Whoa. <laughs> that was like a whoa moment. I mean, that's one I'm going to have to continuously tell myself. Don't fight the issue or the person. Fight the well, discomfort. Well, like asking yourself really what am I pushing away? And, and stop why that. Am and I pushing fight it that. Away? Yeah. Absolutely. And, and getting to that. the core with the apple, where especially him saying that you're either, what was his, the line? You're either cut to it or yes. rot to it. You're either cut to it or rot to it. And that too many Ooh. of us, which is a sad part because I honestly believe probably the majority does rot to the core where they have to break to find out who they are. But what if we just did that inner work willingly mm-hmm. to find out. And then also, especially in LA, we do see a lot of vanity. Looks are extremely important. We mm-hmm. have pressure being on camera. It's definitely a real thing. And him just saying that we're so quick to spend all this money on changing the outside and we're not hiding that. But for some reason, it's taboo to talk about that. The inner needs work. And 
him saying that you can do whatever you want to the outside, but it does not matter. You can be gorgeous. You can have all the money in the world, but if the inside's not right, you have no foundation. Yeah, and even when you were talking, I was thinking about that when it comes to dating, even though they didn't talk about that. I kind of think of that sometimes. We like, can always relate it back uh, to You that. can always relate it to dating, <laughs> but you know, we do. I've been thinking this week, like, oh my gosh, I'm such a sucker for a sexy guy. Like, I am a sucker and a fool. I can't help myself. Hey. But <laughs> Okay. But Something now, tells me you're not alone with that oh one. Oh my God. It's just like my brain doesn't work. I'm like, oh my God, muscles and lips and he's just, and I can't. Jaw. <sighs> Jawline. That too. My God. Sorry, but, let's come back later. Yeah, now we'll bring it back in. <laughs> but I, all, I was thinking so much this week, like, my gosh, like, Jamie, change your list. Like, I sure hope he's over 6'2". However... I would much rather. His, like, I wouldn't mind if he was chiseled on six two. And I mean, I'm just saying. Dog. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And like maybe a dog and maybe a penthouse and like maybe a car. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying all of the above. But but I do absolutely want to look at someone who's not rotten on the inside because you just don't know. So I want to see that first. I want to be open to that yeah. first. I want to receive that first. I want to eat that. I want to eat of well because all those healthy. things are so great. Yeah, it's you know? fun, but it gets to a point where it, when you're God willingly and with someone for that long, when you're 80 years old and that person is no longer this chiseled and cool guy <laughs> yeah. and the core of them sucks, that I mean, sucks. That's not you life. know, it's like that's not love, that's not connection. And Jamie, I hope for your sake you know that you are worth finding someone that is real. Thank so you, don't ever settle for, yes. don't be blinded by, which I'm telling myself this as I say it out loud, but you need a, you need realness. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm actually like, not to say I'm not a, obviously attracted to a good looking guy, but you can kind of tell the ones that are just acting upon their looks and that's all they seem to bring to the table. And yeah. I just, you can find that anywhere in LA. So might as well find someone that's come more than just that. You yeah. Know? Like, like some substance. What is yeah, your substance about? You can't hold about? a conversation. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't have any longevity. So I love, you know, not only did TD Jakes talk about rotting to the core or getting to the core because or cutting to the core because that's where the seed is. But I love the way he used this because this, again, is just like the Bible. And I get so excited because the Bible has a good way of making everything equivalent to agriculture so we can understand. So when he speaks about seeds, he really got me when he said, you know, your thoughts are like seeds. What, what, What ideas and thoughts are seeds that you're planting in your womb that you're either cultivating and birthing or that you need to rebuke and get rid of. And when you think about a seed and something being planted and growing, you do think about, okay, do I want to plant and grow this negativity? Or do I want to plant and grow this hope, this wisdom, this Everything comes back to, I, I'm now I'm confused if it was this podcast or another one I heard, <laughs> but you just totally made that little bell go off where he said, um, you need to nourish what's willing to grow. Yeah. And I think what, back to what Bishop said, when you are authentic, then everything just comes naturally. You're going to thrive in the environment you're supposed to be in. Oh, and gosh, that back was big. The, well, the whole idea that we are forcing ourselves, and that was actually, I'll get to that with a poll, but do you feel like a lot of times you're morphed into what your expectations are? Hell yeah. Oh my God. And where Before do you feel this, that most? Well, I mean, I'm struggling with it now, actually, because I am not a full-time job worker. I cannot be at a desk from nine to five. Same. News, like I can't do it. It's only going to be, before I used to be able to last for a year. Now I'm like six months in, I'm like, 
I got to get out of here. I'm drained. I'm tired. I'm angry. I'm aggravated. I don't have time. That's what he said. So many of us because we're doing tired of pretending. And this is the thing. It's not. I could see how this might come come off to someone. It's like, oh, you have to work. Don't be lazy. We all got to do it. See, but But that's that stuff right there. I think it's the system is all screwed up because I think there's so many brilliant minds that don't need to be in a pencil skirt or a suit sitting in a cubicle to be brilliant. There's so many ways of working hard without Mm. this traditional nine to five where newsflash people are absolutely miserable miserable and we're in a space where we can separate from that and i i will not i i truly felt like that pretending word when i was applying to jobs back in florida doing the whole you know pencil skirts i felt ridiculous honestly Girl, i felt like i was it's pretending bad. to be someone else and when you're pretending like he said he's like have you ever met more tired everybody's tired because they're pretending to be something they're not and it takes I don't, energy to be so miserable i'm exhausted <laughs> yeah. like i'll tell you now i'm really struggling with this and i'm this was very timely because i'm on that crossroad of not thinking about what didn't work in the past the jobs i didn't book the things i did as failure i'm actually feel really healed from that y'all i went to tulum was my last little bit oh, of, you know, what I needed to clean off the last decade from myself and move on. So it's not that those things hurt and pain me so much. However, when you're in motion is when you really start to see and understand where you really stand. And so I am combating the the negative ideas of, okay, if I leave this job and do that, girl, how is the rent going to be paid? Because I'm yeah. real comfortable right now. The bills are paid. I'm shopping. I can go on vacation. I can buy the things, have the dinners, spend the extra Uber, whatever. That's all nice and comfortable. But I'm exchanging that for everything. I'm at so one think place the nine hours a day. Is outweighing all of those things? Well, I think the negative. I think that I need to remind myself that I can have time and money and don't have to choose between the two. It's either I'm not working and I'm pursuing my dream and I'm not making as much and it's hard to make ends meet or I'm making the money and I have no time to pursue my dreams. I don't want to have to choose anymore. And so I want to use tools like this from this podcast to rem- to show me the way forward. So what do you feel like you've taken from this podcast to at least take that first step? To well, get there? one, it's very clear that I'm pretending and it's not something that I have to do. <laughs> okay. Um, two, to, you know, he said, um, be what you're missing to yourself. Loved that. And that hit me because I have been in a place, I'm not going to lie, I'm very traditional and I do want a man that pays all the bills. That's what I want. However, because I've been taking care of myself. It's not just like I can't take care mm-hmm. of myself. I've been taking care of myself and other people. Well, and for, from you, know. you, not to put words in your mouth, but I think you don't want someone just to spoil you. But just it's a, just, it's a form of love, and it's it's a form of someone showing that they want to work hard to provide for you and hopefully, you know, the future you have together. Yeah, so I don't and think it's, it's you just wanting to you like, know get Chanel bags out of it. Yeah. yeah, so it is that, and it's the investment that I feel you know comes from a man and all that, but. Um, also I want to think like, okay, if I believe a man can make enough to take care of himself and me, what parts of myself do I need to bring forward that can do it myself? So it's just those types of things. And then not taking, um, I was listening to the rest of this in the shower and he was talking about thinking forward. 
I have to, that's something I have to tell myself often. I don't want to think about the past because mm-hmm. there was things that were just so challenging. If I think about that, I'm not going to be able to get to where I'm going. So those are the kind of two things that I need most right now. It's extremely scary because yeah. just like history teaches us lessons as well as holding us back. So, but I think that's, that's the tricky part because you have to decide, and we've spoken about this before, you know, you know, a stove is hot. We're not going to touch it again because we've right. learned that lesson. However, there are some things that have happened but don't define a completely new experience that you could have and that's when it's set in with bishop saying that when you see successful people so many of us assume that they're not scared yeah they could be terrified but it's about doing it anyways and that's That's where i'm at girl that sticks with me because i get really (laughs) scared but then i also feel so alive when i'm really scared when i even when it came to getting my ear pierced to someone else that literally could be nothing. To me, yeah. I hate needles, but that adrenaline of I want this, and if I ask, not to do like reckless things, but if there's, if I want to do something truly, and the only reason I'm not is because I'm scared, right. I do it. Even like small exercises of if I'm in a room with people and I'm kind of nervous to raise my hand for whatever reason, if mm-hmm. I feel myself, oh, that could be a stupid question. I don't want people to look at me. I'm like, shoot my hand up. I will put my hand up before I let my thoughts even go there. Oh, that's good. Because I know I'm just not asking it because I'm scared. And so I can't, Mm. I think it's like those little steps make it easier to get that confidence. It's just kind of, it's like I I recently heard how you do one thing is how you do everything. So it's just making those small changes and then suddenly you feel more confident. And yeah, I don't know, even with like stress and stuff, I'm so happy to say that, yeah, it's not all gone, but my stress since the past couple months has completely changed. Like I feel so much better to the fact that now I'm looking back at where I was and I'm wondering like how I even let myself get there actually yeah no I feel you completely I had the same thoughts and I was kind of thinking is it because 2000 like we're ending a decade I just felt like so much we've done so much work praying crying friends group therapy whatever we've been doing to get to this point but then also having the stars align and the time makes sense to close up a decade I feel the same like the last few months have been a lot less stressful due to all the work and then just to where we are, I think, as a collective. Well, and all of that work, I think, were necessary steps to see differently. And so much of it, like Bishop talks about, is transformation and how you view things. And I think, you know, our vision doesn't change overnight. You have to go through all these, you know, trials and tribulations to literally change the way you see things and I'm trying to bring that into other aspects of my life even as a nanny yeah uh, the the smallest boy quick story had a rough day and he was he just started listing all the things that went wrong and I said okay I hear you I'm not gonna dismiss that these weren't the best things but let's find all the good things and I had him go through the things that were good yeah and it's it's interesting when you start to just focus on what is going right in your life suddenly you've got a list of things you're like oh and that oh and that was actually really cool and then you realize that okay like it's actually not that bad what am I complaining about not to say that you can't ever be upset feel your feelings but to just try try to really find the positivity when everything seems to be going wrong if we do believe that we have to learn these things yeah. and that it is in some weird shape or form preparing us for what our destiny is. It's it's trying to find, okay, how could this help me? Right. Even in the hardest times. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think in this podcast, Oprah said it, but we tend to hold on to the bad things and remember those so much more vivid and clear than the good that? things. Same with like negative comments. We put well, those over the positive comments. Oh, I, I absolutely think it's survival mode. Like when, yeah, you it, we're wired to survive. So if you're attacking that in any way, I think we just start to put up all these blocks. Like, well, that can't happen again, and I'm not going to say this or me that because last time it did it. I think that's what we hold on to things. It's some kind of 
awkward survival mode. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. And what do you think about his comment about we study everything but ourselves? I was just thinking about that, and it's very true. We are so into, like tabloids and what, what Kylie is doing, is doing and like all of these things like huh. if you can rattle off more things that Kylie Jenner has done this year and you can't say the same about yourself it's time to yeah. flip the view and um so for me I spend a lot of time by myself on myself however I can see how this is extremely relevant because a lot of the times we distract ourselves um so we don't have to get to the core of things. Yeah. It's, sometimes it's much easier to You're veg right. out and hop on if some I reality can, TV. And that makes a lot of sense now that I'm thinking about mm-hmm. online haters and people like that. Right. Haters. But <laughs> when you, when I think it would be a lot easier for someone to just like, you know, let me get on this person's Instagram and bring them down rather than face what it is inside me that Correct. feels the need to be this hurtful. Correct. How and much easier is that? Yeah, exactly. And when you're enlightened or when you listen to podcasts like this or put the effort, sometimes you're able to look at that and be like, you know what? I'm so sorry they're hurting like that. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, oh my God, I can't believe they called me ugly and then go in the mirror and start, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm you can still, look at it I'm for what it is. I'm still in that place where I will admit that comments can definitely get to me, but yeah. I, you're right. It's We've said this so many times where there's no way someone is coming from a good place internally and feels the need to say that to someone else. There's just no way. Yeah. And abs- it was just sad for them. Yeah, no, exactly. And so we have an opportunity being elevated because that's what we're doing, right, guys? We're trying to elevate, evolve, transform. Nobody wants to stay the same. Nothing stays the same anyway. Our organs don't even stay the same. They're com- constantly cleaning and regenerating themselves as well. So I feel like when we have that attitude, it does give us an opportunity to heal because we're healing other people and ourselves at the same time when we ignore or dissipate that kind of energy because we have the power to do so. And you talked about the connection with nature, just like he said. Yeah. Uh, a river two years ago, you come back to it, it's not going to be the same body of water. Not at all. And it shouldn't be because how yeah. boring would that be if we didn't change ever? Like this is the point of life. This is the point of experiences to grow, to see what's supposed to happen. Yeah. Sometimes I think we take ourselves way too seriously. We absolutely do. We do. And again, it's the construct that we always speak about. And so I, I see how that's done. But there's a, I feel like there's always a lot of unwinding that we need to do all the time. Mm-hmm. Un, you know, uh, kind of like taking breaking apart the old things that we've learned just to kind of keep ourselves propped up. I think it's mostly the construct that has us so like I have to do this this and if I don't do this I won't get that and it's very tight it feels tight I had this lesson the other day I was gonna go visit my sister and I'm very much on a schedule where I like to do this and you know I want to meal prep for the next day Monday's coming I want to be ready to go which I stand by that and I like waking up feeling ready to go (laughs) but my sister made a because the flight that I ended up getting doesn't get in till midnight on Sunday night which kind of puts me off for the next day I'm like I can't go to the grocery store I can't do this and that and my sister said go after to work on Monday. She's like, is one day going to change (laughs) your life and you get to spend time with me? And I'm like, am I that glued to my schedule that I'm not going to, you know, that I'm going to make the trip not worth it and get an earlier time because I have to go to the grocery store? And I'm like, no. Yeah. So it's just like little things. And I even said, I was like, sorry, I got a little worked up there. That was my bad. (laughs) But I just realized how in my schedule I was where I think it's good to be on a schedule to yeah. you know plan for things but it's also that whole thing about not letting yourself be a prisoner to remember yeah. that I'm still the one in control that's right and if I can pick a different day to prepare type thing you know it's like what's gonna happen yeah what's the worst that's gonna happen if you're not 
completely planned out to a T. Yeah. No, it, I completely get it. I think I've been a little bit better at letting some of that stuff go. But I know that when it comes to, what do you say, when we were talking about um, admiring people more than we do ourselves, he did ask, and I appreciated this question so much because it's kind of a question that I ask other people is like, what do you think your purpose is? What do you add to a room? Like that was that so too. powerful. And to get to know your power. I feel like I know. Do you know what do you add to a room and what's your power? Do you feel like you know or how do you feel? I'm definitely still learning, but I would like to believe that I add just kindness. I know that sounds yeah. like cheesy, but no. I want to be the girl that's going to be nice to people. I want to be the person that lifts up others. I made a vision board for my first time, but I put stacked up hands because I really want to focus on being someone that can support others the way I'd want to be supported. So even yeah. when I want to be jealous, even when I want to think, oh, why do they have that over me? I I don't want to be that person. No. So I would like to say that I could be someone someone can turn to to be kind to them when they need just someone to see them. But that's an amazing power. And I put it on Twitter and I got hundreds of responses. So I put, you know, what is your power? What do you add when you walk in? And so we just had a I just tweeted that on the way here. Oh, you did? It was like something. I think I said, what do you add to the room? That is so funny. I did this earlier this week. When you see there's like, I mean, literally hundreds of people responded. It was amazing. So I just picked a few that I thought were cute. But Sarah Robinson Beerman said, peace and safety. Animals love me, even frightened, shy, or unhandleable ones. I got a babysitting (laughs) job when I was 16 because their dog sat on my lap. That's awesome. That was so cute. You know, and that's kind of like your kindness. The way we connect with them is really powerful, too. They know. And then um, that Moxie Mermaid said, a wave of peace and calm. Oh, and comfort. So another one that just feels like peace, calm, comfort. And then lastly, do, do. Um, I love Long Live Zach because I resonated most with this one for myself. But um, to act as a vessel for others to exhibit their innate expression without judgment. That's what I feel like I bring to the room. As we let yeah. our own light shine, we unconsciously allow others to do the same. So I'd say a healing ability. I was I like, you know that. what, Zach? Well, how amazing. real is that? How many times do we not say what we want to because of the fear of judgment? Correct. Even me being nervous to raise my hand in a room. It's, yes. Is this a dumb question type so thing? So my power is I would hope to be the one in the room that would make you feel like you could definitely answer that, ask mm-hmm. that question in boldness because if you have Just it, a welcoming you know, spirit. Yeah, because I feel like that's what... That's what we deserve as people. We deserve to be a full expression of ourselves. Why do we have to be so mean to each other, honestly? Why does there have to be? And I'm so happy we're seeing a time now where it really does seem like most women want to support each other. Yeah. But it's just, why did that even have to be a thing where it's like the whole high school mean girl thing and and hierarchy and who's prettier and who's better? There's there's enough room for all of us to be queens. There's not one crown. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And it feels so much better to truly know that people support you and to really, really, truly want the best for your friends, too. And knowing that they deserve it, it makes you feel... Just that type of thing where it's like you donate and you feel good about yourself. It's like (laughs) when you really put that energy towards someone else, you do feel like you're stronger for it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's reciprocal energy at the end of the day. So put out what you want to put in. Same thing back to the seed. Like if you want an orange tree, don't 
plant a fig. Like, right. you're going to get a fig tree. Like, you know, put out what you want to get back. And coming into 2020, when you look at your surroundings, are you feel like you're in a good place of the energy you have around you? Or are you still weeding out? Uh, so the energy is actually great. And that's a great question because I checked in with myself specifically for that today. My home is an oasis. Um, my friends are amazing, but it's this job, girl. Mm -hmm. It's this job. Uh, the energy hasn't been the same. Um, it's been a little bit of a mess. It's, I got to figure this out. This is I'd not I'd say good. that's most not, relatable because I 100% yeah. and I, I work on my energy every single day too with yeah. that and even... Um, yoga has helped me because at the end of the video, yeah. she'll say, think about what you want to bring into today and your intention. And I always ask for, even though it's like, what was me? Life could be a lot worse. I'm going to say that right now. But sometimes it is a struggle to put on a yes. happy face when all I can think about is I don't want to be here. But I know. I'm like, yeah, okay, this is true. You don't want to be here, but you have money coming in. So Correct. I'm not going to stop trying to better my situation and I will better my situation, but Let's not make it worse in the process by coming into it with more negative energy than at least trying to be. And I do think that does make the process easier when you're like, okay, I can acknowledge that this is not my dream job, but I'm also not going to make it so much worse by just having this awful attitude. I'm going to do what I <laughs> yeah. can to get through the day, and I'm going to use that fuel even harder to figure out how I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, I mean, I just made myself a plan. And to be honest, I'm thinking about the money. I'm not looking at it like, oh, this thing I'm looking mm -hmm. at. That's okay. This is my next trip to Bali. This That's is okay. my trip to Tulum. Wait, did they say that in the podcast too, that you want to make more money to vacation more? Or was that something? I don't know, I think that's but it sounds else. good to me. so many podcasts. But, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like your success and your happiness mostly in life, I would say for me anyways, does not come from my job. And it's not Correct. like you want the money. You want what the money is going to bring you. Correct. So freedom. You are, yeah, you're working towards trips like yeah. that. You're Like that trip you said was therapeutic for you. you Girl, you have no idea. got the layers off and you're removed. Oh, my God. So that is so important. It's invaluable. And I think travel, that was on my vision board too. I want to travel. I want to see the world. I want to step outside more. And if working hard and buckling down for a little bit can get you there, then it's it's worth it for now. But that doesn't mean you're going to stop trying to better yourself yeah no and let me say something about travel and this is for everyone we overthink it you don't have to be making a lot of money to travel we put it in our mind like we have to have thousands of dollars and all this i am by no means balling out of control but what i like to do now is quantify the value you're going to get from the travel and it can be life-changing but for example the next plan i have is to go to bali in march and i want to go for two weeks do you know That's if you get on so expedia great. Find the off season. Find it might rain a little bit, but who cares? I'm gonna be in Bali. I found eleven nights at a hotel and a round trip flight. You want to know how much that total was? Eleven hundred bucks for two weeks, and that includes hotel wow. and air. <laughs> you know, that's two weeks of work or three. You know, whatever it is. And I don't want to make it sound like beans. Maybe it's not across the globe for you. Maybe it's going to Joshua Tree or Denver or you know something mm -hmm. cute, but. Please put travel in. It, it's a game changer. It's not wasted money. I think putting yourself too in situations that you're not comfortable with are how you get to the core. It's, it keeps you it's present. What, it's who am I when no one else is telling me what to do? Who am I when I'm not comfortable in my space? Who yeah. am I when I have to make decisions I've never made? Mm -hmm. That's who you are. And that's so yeah. cool. And being just, outside your comfort. Right. And even never... if it's not necessarily the side of yourself you wanted to see, it's important yeah. to see. You were meant to see that so you can learn how to 
change what you want to change or be happy and keep doing what you're doing. But that is life. We learn through experiences. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And so it's up to us to push through the feelings so your life is not on hold Mm -hmm. and go ahead and do it because you will survive and your pockets will be replenished. Um, So there was one more. Oh, well, here he said hit the reset button. And if a computer needs to be reset or our iPhones need to be reset, you know, we got to do the same thing. And what I liked him saying, finding your flow, because I feel like that's like a millennial. I've got to find your flow, man. But it's so true. It's just like. You're gonna, if if you don't fit into a box, you're just gonna be so trapped. But if, like, that's your surrounding you wanna be in, you don't feel trapped. You feel like this is your home. And that's, see, even when you say that, I can feel the peace in my spirit. That's what I need. And I need to move past, like, I gotta do what I have to do and get into my flow. I have other quantifiable uh, things that I can do to make money that are so much more authentic to me so I love that here too when you feel yourself tired when you feel yourself resistant it means you're not in alignment and if you just look at it that simply if why am I fighting this why do I hate this oh this is not for me I'm not in alignment with this decision right now so you know realistically for people like us we can't change it overnight we don't have an abundance of money to just get out of the job and wait till something else comes up we a lot of times have to have the new opportunity before leaving the old one that we're not happy with but if we can recognize that this is all it is, it's not that deep, it's Correct. just not for me, doesn't mean I'm a bad person, doesn't mean I suck because I'm not good at this job, it's just not for me. And you know so another, again. yeah, and I'll make this the last thing because I don't want to miss that. Oh yeah, we got to get to our <laughs> yeah, stuff. Thing, but there was one other powerful thing T.D. Jake said, and it was in his sermon to end 2019, but he's like, yo, stop looking at the year, the year, the year. We need to start Pull back a little bit and look in decades. Because it's like, okay, you got 10 years, right? You feel like you had a bad year? You got 90% chance of having a bad, you know, an overall good decade. Like, we look at the 60s, the 70s. Things are measured in decades. This whole, oh, my God, this year was this and that and being all down about the year. Pull back. Take a look at the decade. Theme it. You know, think about what you learned and all these things. But I love the idea of looking at life from a decade perspective. Yeah. Well, it's just bigger picture. Yeah. It's so much more. I. It's just it, that was a little change. It changed me yeah. to hear that. And so I was like, oh. all about your approach and communication. Oh, communication and everything. I know. <laughs> so as you guys can see, we could go on absolutely forever about this. So you guys need to check out the podcast. But I don't want to miss our very special segment. Well, actually, before our special segment, we want to jump into Haley's poll. She hops on every Sunday and asks the question so um on her instagram so we can kind of see how the people are feeling so share away so i really liked the um his comments that he made about where am i at he said that we feel like we are crammed into what people need us to be so i thought i wanted to ask people do you feel like a lot of times in life you are crammed into what people need you to be we had 66 percent say yes 34% 34% says no. Wow. And I, I definitely say I feel I'm crammed in more professional settings. I'm happy to say that in my personal choice, well, everything's technically a choice, but in my energy space, the people in my life outside of, you know, things that I feel like I have to do financially, I definitely feel like I'm not crammed. I think I can 100% be myself with my friends and family. Right. Um, but yeah, I could see that sometimes with, you know, putting on a hat to be a certain person at work. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like, I guess, all right, we have to do that every now and then. But the fact that the majority of people feel crammed, that's where, that's why I know what my power is and my purpose, because that bothers me. I take that personal. That's not fair. So many people are not in alignment. (laughs) God, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, But I do want to point out what 
Oprah is doing now. A little yeah. shout out to um, Oprah is starting. Oh yes, our her news and gossip twenty <laughs> vision. Oh yes, let's pull that yeah, up. Our that news was and so gossip good. Is, um, Oprah's going on tour, baby, and she's bringing a, of course the celebs with her. Starting off with Lady Gaga. And who else does she have? She's got um, Dwayne Johnson, Michelle Obama, Tina Fey. She's talking diet, fitness, mental health relationships, career strategies, and just listening to her talk. Even if you're living life and you're so happy, you can benefit from this. There's some part of you that I promise you, you will connect with this. And just her energy and her realness speaks volumes without her even saying anything, even if she's just singing and who I and it's just like she's amazing. So she's also on the vision board. And then, of course, um, if you want to know more about Bishop T.D. Jakes, he does have a website, so please check him out. His website is tdjakes.org, where you can find all the information. He's on Twitter now. You can put it on YouTube. (laughs) He got so many sermons. And again, even if you're not a church person, you can still find Mm -hmm. value. I like to listen to everything. Yeah, just listen. He's wise beyond his years and you will really gain He's a lot 56 yes and not only that but his daughter preaches at the potter's house one la she is a church with her husband and just to see how she reflects so much of him just shows how being connected to somebody that powerful and wise you know trickles off into the offspring so anyway um before we get out of here should we dive into our own your soul our special to. segment real quick become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now all right girl how are you owning your soul this week what did you learn what are you going to take into the week to change and evolve you learned that i'm happy to say that i feel confident in the direction i'm going where i've seen my mindset already changing i even wanted to come into 2020 just living more boldly i found myself holding back being like i'm gonna save this for a weekend or i'll save this outfit for this day Mm. i'm not saving anything i mean some things you know are special but even just wearing a bright lipstick color on a monday this is not something i would have done before. and i love it thank you i just (laughs) i was like it's there's no I don't need a special reason yeah. to wear a fun lipstick color. I'm gonna rock out Monday because yes. it's Monday. So just being more present, being more alive, being more creative and uh, my word of the year, yes, I did that guys. My Yay. word is bold. So I really wanna go into uh, my own confidence and stop second guessing myself. If I believe in myself, that's enough and I'm gonna go with that. I love it and I'm so excited to see how bold uh, shows it shows up in you me all too. throughout the year. I'm excited to see you too. Yes. What about you? Um, for me, I was really excited at the end of this, the, I was going to say the service, the podcast when he said, um, he was talking about anchoring because that's what my word is about. My, mm-hmm. my I have a phrase this year. So 2018 was vision and rhythm. 2019 was joy. My 2020 phrase is anchor in what's real. So no matter how much money I get, how much or whatever I'm going through, anything, I want to always remain anchored in what's real, what's true, what's he gave that analogy. He stood still while all these people walked around him. Mm -hmm. And if I were to get involved with everything circling me, I would be dizzy. But if I can stand true and firm and anchored in what I know to be truth, which I, you know, get from the Bible or from nature or from the universe, I believe in all that then that's what I want to remain focused on so I don't start to, that happened and this and that person and I cannot get lost It's almost like an armor. Nothing can touch you. Yeah, because I'm here. Yeah, I'm armored. A storm can happen, but I'm anchored right here. Yes. So... Anyway, oh my God, thank you guys. conversation with us. We want to know what you think of everything too. So please uh, 
Leave us comments on our YouTube and always be checking out the episodes. Yes. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. And I'm Haley J. You can find me Instagram and Twitter at HeyJ, H-A-Y-J underscore. We will see you next Monday. See you next week. Get on my Instagram for Sunday. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.